welcome to Killer Kush Podcast. A podcast where we smoke. It's not my fault you're like in love with me or something. We talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Licknamock. My pronouns are he, him. My name's Lady Cuckdenberg. My pronouns are they, she. Welcome to episode 33. Angel number. Angel number. Angel, Angel number. number. What does 33 mean? 33 is like manifestation, I want to say. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, because 222 is balance. And 333, I think, is like manifestation and like saying that the angels are there with you. I'm going to Google it just in yeah. case so we don't spread wrong information. Yeah. But I trust you. You own these angel numbers. You be knowing them. I literally, I just Google them every single time. Like, I've never once bothered to memorize. It's the same with tarot cards. Encouragement and making the correct choices in life. Encouragement. Encouragement and making the correct choices for 333 and 33. Yeah, it's saying that, like, the things that you've wanted are heard and they're going to be answered soon. Beautiful. So, the things that you've wanted from this episode have been Hopefully. heard. And we will <laughs> and answer we're going to answer them right now. Hopefully, maybe. That's right. What, what topic are we doing, Katie? We're doing the Winchester House. Um, ah. Or the, it's like, what the, isn't it called like the mysterious Winchester House or something? I don't know. Yeah, I literally just did the story. Like, you think that I would be the one. A lot of... The mystery house. There we go. Mm-hmm. The Winchester mystery house is what it's called or yeah. referred to. But, um, yeah, I'm very excited. This is, like, Me a too. place that I actually want to visit as well. Yeah, because this is the one with, like, the stairs and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. stairs that go nowhere and doors that go just nowhere. Just weird. Have you yeah. seen the movie? No, I haven't. You should watch the movie. It's not fantastic, but it's entertaining. Is it, like, a? it's a fictional right like just like a is it a ghost movie it is a ghost movie oh fuck yes yeah it's pretty good it's fun yeah it's fun you know they also capitalize off of like the winchester guns yep being a part of it and all that yeah listeners you'll learn sooner you're gonna know all about guns you're gonna know all about san jose california after you listen to the episode maybe go watch it i think it's on hulu yeah it was made recently right like 2018 or something i'll google it really fast yeah because i remember um it was referenced in one of the articles that uh, I was looking at because they said they filmed exterior but not interior parts. They built yeah. stages for the interior. It was filmed in 2018 and yes. it is currently free on Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime. Shout out to Daddy Bezos. Again, we haven't been shouting him out recently. I bet he feels like kind of sad. I know. I wonder if he stopped yeah. listening because we stopped talking about him. No, listen, Daddy Bezos, we just forgot about you. We forgot we about your power. Yeah, we didn't want you to feel rejected. We just, I don't know. Like, didn't need you for a while. Yeah, but now we do. Again. And now we do for so, this movie. Yeah. Thank Give you, it to us. Daddy Bezos. Thank you. Love you, bestie. So what's your vibe, Nick? My vibe is, well, I just finished my first two weeks of work. So my vibe is on top of the world and also nervous. You know when you start a new job and you feel really overwhelmed? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm in that overwhelmed phase right now, and I'm not supposed to get accounts for the first month of training, but I had a meeting on Friday that they were going to give me accounts in, which means I only got two weeks of training but... instead of a month. Ooh. And so I'm a little nervy. Do you feel prepared? Like, have they no. given you that? Oh, uh, no. But no, I no, think no. I can figure it out. Like, I'm, I'm good at the job. All of my nerves come from just it being a new job, not yeah. that I'm bad at it. So I think I could figure it out and I'd be fine. But also I'm just like, 
scared yeah i mean it's not uh, those are such a normal feelings you know especially yeah. like as someone who struggles with anxiety and are you a perfectionist also mm-hmm. that is like and this job is all like yeah. numbers and you have to be perfect at it like you can't have a mistake otherwise it doesn't yeah. work that's when like the training is so much more important because even if you could do it like if it's a place where mistakes would be detrimental it's yeah. like i'd almost rather have too much training versus being thrown in too early, early. and then mm-hmm. making the mistakes yeah so that's where yeah. i am with that but I'm excited for week three. I got my first paycheck and and it was very nice. I said, whoa, this is what working full time is. We'll cut this out, but can I ask how much it is? Yeah, you can ask how much it is. The podcasters can know. Okay, well, I never know because I don't want like... I never want people to feel like they have to tell me how much they make. I'm just like... Oh, I don't care. This is a new job. So I make $18.75 every... Twice a month. So on the 15th and on the last day of the month. Dude! Oh my god! But with taxes taken out, it came out to like 15. Still! Like, that's amazing! That's, okay, on one level, I know my mom, who is like a nurse doing like some director of nursing something Mm -hmm. she didn't go to college until she was in her like 40s late 40s so she just got her associate's degree and is working on her bachelor but right now in colorado she's making like eight thousand a month from like getting like a a directorial job so like i guess that's how much adults are supposed to make is like that much i've i don't know a lot of that's a lot of money yeah but like getting three thousand a month is amazing it's for nice. people our age like that is enough yeah. to like get you food on the table and pay rent and have fun and, and not have to like debt. pay off your debt yeah. yeah and make student loan payments and like afford gas like that is like mm-hmm. how much even then it's like at minimum like how much we need to live so yeah. it's like fuck yes you can actually survive. you can have money and live you yeah. have enough to live dude. so that felt nice fuck yes that's amazing <laughs> that felt real nice yeah yeah. Anyway, what are your vibes? Um, my vibes are. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I am feeling like fine. I guess mentally ill. I would mm-hmm. say, as always, but like, I don't know. I just have been having a hard time with like sense of self lately. So mm-hmm. I've literally been like, anytime I'm alone, I'm like, who am I? what am I? How am I perceived? How do I perceive me? And I just like can't turn those off. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently, mm-hmm. which has been nice. I've been listening to Poog. Have you listened to that before? Mm-hmm. It's just like a talking heads podcast. So it's just like What's it called? Um, Poog? Poog. Yeah. P-O-O-G. Mm. Um, but it's Kate Berlanch who is in Search Party actually, but like a uh, side character. She's Elliot Goss's publisher. The one okay, with the, yeah. yeah. With the curly Her, hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Jacqueline Novak, who I don't know if she's an actor or comedian or something. But both of them are literally just mentally ill. So they talk about, like, the different, um, like, things that they try. They just beg for free products because they're both, like, kind of famous. So they just, like, get I a bunch of that. free products. And they're like, a podcast yes. to beg for free products. <laughs> yes. Yep. And they just talk about, like, whatever mental illness thing they want to talk about. So I've been, oh. like, binging that recently because I just, whenever I get sad... I have to have, like, some voices speaking to me at all times, you know? Which maybe yeah. isn't, like, the healthiest thing. You get to fill the void. Exactly, yeah. And podcasts are the best way to do that. Yeah. So, I've been doing that. That's my vibe. Well, I'm sorry you're feeling mentally ill, but also I'm glad that you're finding ways to cope with it. Yeah. That aren't, like, bad ways. Like, listening to podcasts is a good way to cope with mental illness. Yeah. It's like, for now, I'll do that, and then eventually I'll... Like, see a therapist, you're, like, going to walk. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you know? already... Well, it's been cold, so it's hard to go on... It's hard to go on walks <laughs> when it's cold, but... 
I mean, you've s- seeked? <laughs> sought? <laughs> seeked? Sought seeking. out a therapist? Yeah, I found a therapist, but it's like a fucking, like, it's an old man, dude. I know, I feel bad for you. I don't think I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I think I would rather have no therapist than have to explain, like. But what if he's, like, good? <sighs> That's my other thing, right? Like, because there's the the Body Keeps Score, that book about, mm-hmm. like, trauma, was written by a man who's now an old man. And he seemed to have a pretty good understanding yeah, of I mean, trauma and things. Yeah, but I just, like, I, oh, like, I, and I've even tried to analyze it. Like, I have, like, yes, I've had bad experiences with men, but I don't feel like if it was a younger, because my last therapist was a man, but he was younger. So I had, mm-hmm. like, a good experience. And he was also trans, so it was, like, different. Yeah. But it's just, I've never been with, like, someone who's older than 35 before mm-hmm. and i've also never been with like like a cis man before. it also is nice having a younger therapist yeah especially being like gay and having like yeah, anxiety like, is this person and... gonna get these things that are pivotal to my current experience yeah because they live in a different culture than us like as being old people you know yeah. like and, and i don't know his life or if he has like people in his life who are younger and is able mm-hmm. to like but there are like a lot of little things on our day-to-day lives that i think is are hard to relate to if you haven't grown up with technology or aren't on social media or don't have like a lot of gay people in your life or don't aren't familiar and i just mm, yeah. men make me nervous so yeah men over 50 i would say so but i'm gonna give it a try because i'm desperate <laughs> so yeah, i mean well it's like why not give it the good old college try and if it sucks it sucks yeah you don't have to do it anymore but also what if he's like a cool old man that's like a grandpa and is gonna yeah. give you the support that you want and... and he's the best what if he's the best fucking therapist ever honestly he might like, be like we don't yeah. know you don't know until you do it yeah it's, I'm so scared. I'm so hard. scared to yeah. like show up and be like, so here's all I'm this. Yeah. Like, I'm non binary. Here are my pronouns. Because, like, that's my big thing is like, I'm just, I'm scared in general of like not having my identity respected in a space where I'm yeah. looking for emotional support. Like, full, like, vulnerability and support. Like, the, yeah. such a raw place. Like, you really need a concrete foundation to feel comfortable in that. And, what if he doesn't understand? Like, if what he, if he... You just don't yeah. go back to him. Yeah, true. I can just be like, well, this was this is something, sir. I mean, like... Thanks, Tom. <laughs> even my therapist was like, if you have a few sessions with me and you don't end up liking me, that's fine. I'll help you find another therapist. And that's how it should be. What did you just put in your mouth? There's the grossest piece of something. I'm not even going to show you what it is. That's how ashamed I am. I'm just going to throw it in my coat pocket. I was hitting my nicotine vape. And a chunk of something just came out. Ugh. And I think, like, when I put it in my pocket, it just collects dirt. Nico is giving me a, a, a snare, shaking his head. He said, you nicotine addict. That was the metals was that it's putting so into your lungs. It right honestly there. could have been. Like, that was the grossest piece of... I'm putting it in my pocket for, like, the next five minutes. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. <laughs> let me not throw up right now. <sighs> uh, okay. Anyway. Repressing that image. Um, should we go to the session? Yeah, we should, and we're gonna talk about Euphoria. So if you like Euphoria or don't like it, both are welcome opinions in our session. Go over to the session with us. Join our Patreon. Yeah, if not, we'll see you in a second. Bye. It's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. Hey. Uh-huh. Hi. What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Hey. Hey. Okay, so... <clears throat> 
Thank you to the Winchester House website and allthat'sinteresting.com and another website that I list further down that you will hear when it is time to hear the thing <laughs> that it is from. Just making sure uh, all the sources are there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay, so, Nick, you've heard of the Winchester House. Yes, heard of it, seen the movie, like yes. it. It's a fun mm-hmm. story. It's beautiful, all around exciting. So, you guys might have heard of the Winchester House as well, as it is still an open tourist attraction. Um, and it is a historical landmark located in san jose california is that southern or northern california um which closer to san francisco is san francisco is northern yeah yeah north north because it's towards pn the pnw like the pacific northwest Sure. Yeah, North. Northern. PNW. Since when is that an acronym? <laughs> the PNW? It's, the Pacific it's Northwest. It's near the PNW. Yeah, it's, it's used by all the <laughs> the PNW folk. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to inundate you in the PNW. I hope I'm going to start saying PNW. Yeah, good. You can kind of flex. People will be like, where? You can be like, the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Northwest. You wouldn't yeah. understand. And you're not from there, so you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. Us <laughs> also not from there. No, literally, <laughs> never from having Iowa. lived. Yeah. Uh, so, this house, the Winchester home, was originally owned by Sarah Lockwood, <laughs> Sarah Lockwood Pardy Winchester, who became a widow in 1881 after the death of her husband, William Wirt Winchester. <laughs> Wirt. Wirt is William the frog Wirt. from. Well, Wirt is a character slash the frog from Over the Garden Wall. I want to watch it so bad, dude. Have you not seen Over the Garden Wall? I've only seen. I've Okay, I've seen it all the way through multiple times, but I've always fallen asleep because I put it on at like in late in the night, so I've only seen like the first three episodes. It's so good. And Elijah Wood is in it. It's so good. <sighs> it's fantastic. Yeah. Easy, like, top five favorite shows. Shows, yeah. Wait, what are what are your top five favorite shows? I don't know. Okay, well... But that's in it. Okay, you have to, like, think of those before the end of this. Like, intake this information, but I'm curious. Okay, that's least... gonna be so hard to think about <laughs> that. You know I'm a little high, like... <laughs> yeah, okay, if you forget about it, I might forget about it. But, like, think about okay. it for the future. Okay. Okay? We'll talk about it sometime. Yeah, I'm very curious. I'm very curious. Okay. So, William Wart was the treasurer of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company until his death in 1881, and the Repeating Arms Company was a prominent American maker of firearms, and it still stands today under the name Olin Corporation. So, very wealthy, had a gun company in 1881, and then he died of t- tuberculosis in New Haven, uh, Connecticut. TB got him. TB got him. Have you seen the iron lungs that they put people who had tuberculosis in i've seen that for like people who have polio oh polio yeah yep yep polio polio (laughs) i was like do that for tuberculosis too no i don't they do not no no (laughs) i don't even know what the inside of that looks like i just know it's like a little airplane yeah i don't i don't know what the inside looks like either they just like i've only seen the pictures with their heads poking out out, yeah yeah me too and full hospitals i'm like if it's just making them breathe isn't there an easier machine that yeah. Maybe now. Probably. Maybe now. Yeah, but, I guess polio you know, did happen a while ago. Yeah. Some people still have polio. Imagine. I could never. Yeah, you might, though. <laughs> Knock no, on vaccinated. wood. Oh. Right? I, Don't you get vaccinated for polio? I think so. Right? We have to. 
I think so. I think that's like a basic necessity to get into grade school, probably. Polio vaccine. Polio vaccine. Get vaccinated. So after her husband's death, Sarah inherited more than $20.5 million, which is equivalent to $550 million as of 2020. And she got 50% ownership in her husband's arms company. So she's fucking rich, bro. She was balling out. Yes. That she was would, balling out. That's a good idea. Like, just marry someone and be like, you're super rich. Like, let's hope you die soon. Nick just looked at Nico. Yeah, I am the sole beneficiary. I'm not the sole beneficiary of his life insurance, but I'm on his life insurance. Wait, who else is on it? His mom, right? Take him off. What do they do? They need your death money. Come on, (laughs) add me. That's what I'm saying. I was like, they're gonna organize my funeral. I was like, let's at least throw them a little bit. It's not like a great policy, but nice, really nice, Nick. Yeah, (laughs) let's hope years open. I'm on it. So the arms company also gave her roughly 1000 a day in income, which is equivalent to 27000 a day as of 2020. Oh my god. So she got a ton of millions and millions of dollars along with a stable income for the rest of her rich. life. Mm-hmm. Filthy rich. Which explains why she was able to build like such a miraculous house. She had an endless income and yeah. had just lost her husband, so it was probably a little crazy and sad. Mm-hmm. So after her husband's death, their infant daughter was born on June 15th and then died six weeks after her birth on July 26th from Marmus, which is a form of severe malnutrition where, like, the body eats itself and, like, shrivels. That's so sad. Yeah, it is really sad. Is it, like, a genetic thing? Is it, like, a disease? I don't know. I think it's a disease. (laughs) I would say it's a disease indeed. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. I had an uncle that died of SIDS. Oh, really? Yeah. My grandpa's firstborn died of SIDS. That's really sad. Babies dying is just crazy. You're like, oh, you're yeah. so small. How'd you die? Well, and SIDS, like, happens. Not a lot. I don't want to say a lot because I feel like that'd be an exaggeration. But I feel like a, that's, like, a valid thing to worry about. And I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, happens a lot more often than you think. Sudden infant death syndrome. Like, Yeah. Have you seen, um, I know my friend just had a baby, so I had all the little baby devices, mm-hmm. was looking at them, but they've got little heart monitors now that are connected to the baby monitor, so you can tell if your, like, child loses its heartbeat, or, like, has any, like, crazy. weird thing during the night, yeah. Like, our technology has gone so far to protect these little alien beings. Yeah. Oh, weird. Like, imagine waking up and being, like, the heart has stopped working <laughs> like oh my god what do you even do Ooh, yeah i don't know that's terrifying and the fact that it happens more often than we think yeah and for what it's just sudden. do they know what it just like happens right yeah and then my brother has the same birthday that <gasps> my uncle would have had oh my god did have i don't know he's dead yeah. i don't know what to say about that yeah <laughs> birthday same yeah, birthday austin has the same birthday which is crazy. What if Austin was reincarnated? No, that's... As... He didn't do well with the second life either. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad to say. Austin listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, Not a win. Not a win. Okay, this is like a side tangent. I'm sorry for all the side tangents today, guys. We started a lot earlier in the day, and I literally woke up at 10 a.m., so we're just going to have to ride this wagon. But there was this thing that I read the other day that said as soon as... um like the cells made 
for as soon as like your mom was in your grandma's uterus, mm-hmm. you were already created. Mm-hmm. Like your life form, yeah, you're like born your DNA. With all of, yeah, yeah. So like your life has basically existed since your mother's conception, which is sort of like I don't know. Thinking of one, thinking of like generational trauma. So anything that your grandmother and your mother experienced would then sort of in a way be tra- passed on to you. And then also, like, reincarnation, question mark? Like, we could choose as early as two lives ago and know exactly what that life was going to look like. Just, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. Anyway, Hmm. so Marmus is a severe form of malnutrition. (laughs) And after her daughter died... Sarah consulted a Boston medium who supposedly channeled the spirit of William and told her she should leave her house and head west, where she must continuously build a home for herself and the spirits of those who had fallen victim to the Winchester rifles. Oh, so this is like a guilt trip moment. Mm-hmm. And the medium said that it was William who told her to do that. William from the other side said, listen, these bitches over here are pissed that you killed, <laughs> <laughs> that, that they got died from yeah. our rifles, okay? And since you won't have the company, I mean... You're in charge now. Yeah, take care of this, please, Sarah. Go west and build a home. <laughs> please. For all of these spirits, thank you. And so, That's literally she did... what the movie's about. Really? Yeah. So it kind of is right. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's still sort of, like, speculated if the medium really said that or if mm-hmm. sarah was just like i want a new change of scenery and but, with her and her infinite money yeah <laughs> she said i'm gonna continuously build a California house what <laughs> year it was okay in the 19 in 1884 when was the gold rush do we know i don't remember like what i'm gonna google it was california one of the like main states established like when was it established is it the gold rush started in 1848 oh cool so she's like it ended around 1852 oh uh... the california gold rush cool so she's going after everyone's already so she gets to like hang out with a bunch of new rich people yeah like newer to the wealth type Mm -hmm. rich people so she did she left new haven for california and as i said some people say she just wanted um like a new experience after experiencing the loss of her entire family. But others, including the movie and the Winchester House website, maintain that she truly believed it was her mission to continuously build a home to keep the spirits at bay. Mm-hmm. Which also could be like a mental illness thing. I don't know. Yeah, it could be a trauma. Yeah. Like her anxiety spiral or she has schizophrenia or all yeah. of these things that could be wearing against her mental sanity. Yeah. That she, like, finds herself guilty for all of her husband's misdoings. What's intrusive thoughts that, like, tell you something will happen if you don't do something? Like, if you don't build this house continuously, mm-hmm. then you will suffer. Like, that type of thought could mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Or it could truly be that the ghosts were like, if you don't build this house, <laughs> we're really going to do something. Fuck you up. And... Sarah. They... They could. They could still fuck her up. They do. They do. Because in 1884, Sarah bought an unfinished farmhouse in Santa Clara Valley and began building her mansion. Go off, girl. Yeah. And also, since it was an unfinished farmhouse, it could have been haunted pre-Sarah going. 
too. Just yeah. a thought to be thrown out there. So many ghosties. So many ghosties. We should go and have a sleepover in a haunted location sometime. I would love that. I've done that once. Did you have like a ghost I went experience? to a manor. Yeah, we had a lot. I'll tell it on the rotation. Okay, perfect. Wait, okay, write that down so we don't forget. Or like I can set... I'm literally going to text you so we don't forget. Okay. Ghost stories from your ghost stay. Cool. I'm so curious. Okay, so when she bought her farmhouse, she hired carpenters to work night and day on the house until it reached seven stories. She directed the additions herself without the help of architects, resulting in a very absurd design. And that is what the house is famous for like regardless of whether or not there's ghost activities it's just a very strange yeah it's a weird house it's mm, i want to go there so bad we have to um so the house contains numerous oddities like doors and staircases that go nowhere windows overlooking other rooms and stairs with oddly sized risers many environmental psychologists have theorized that the house's layout adds to the feeling that it is indeed haunted because like it's a house that's filled with weird staircases and doors and windows and blah like it's just yeah didn't she literally have uneven steps yeah because she was like they would trip or they couldn't follow her as easily or stuff like yeah and then steps that were at different sizes i would hate that it'd be like what if you were just really sleepy and you went to like get a snack and then you just tripped up the steps going to your own room because you're like two inches eight inches four inches you know it it sucked and do ghosts even walk I don't know. That's the other thing. I'm like, girl, weird <laughs> logic. Just walking up the stairs, like tripping, like fuck. <laughs> the Sarah. ghosts are floating behind you, <laughs> like waiting. <sighs> so yeah, because of the layout, it adds to the feeling of being haunted. And before the earthquake in 1906, the one that wiped out San Francisco, and that's a really interesting earthquake because they like it released a bunch of rats. So right after the earthquake, um, the San Francisco government was like, if you guys collect rats, we'll give you money per each rat that rats. you collect. Rats. So people were Way bringing, like, rats. bags of dead rats to the... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. We Where were the rats before? They were in some, like, under the... What, what do under you call, the like, the, the sewers? sewers? Yeah. Yeah, but then the city was all, like, fucked up because there was this huge yeah. earthquake and then there was a rat infestation. So we're like, we kill the rats. Kill the rats. <laughs> kill the rats. We'll pay you money. And they did. So yeah, that's that earthquake. So before that earthquake, the house was nearly seven stories high, and carpenters may have brought uh, been brought in initially to repair the damage, but today it's only four stories tall. So after that earthquake, it went from seven to four stories. Damn, lost three stories. Yeah. Crazy. Sad. <laughs> lost a city. Lost three stories. Um, it is predominantly made of redwood. Because Sarah liked wood. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she didn't like the look of it. So she demanded that they add a grain and stain, and that resulted in, in almost all the wood in the house being covered. Damn. Yeah. But it's all made of wood. But That's it's covered in a grain and stain. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and apparently, nearly 20,500 U.S. gallons of paint were required to paint the home. It's a lot of that's gallons, a of, lot paint. Of, gallons yeah. of paint. That's so <laughs> much paint. That's yeah. They, I mean, there were constantly carpenters working there for her entire life. Lead paint. Have we had that conversation? How much of this paint was lead? Well, 
If it was made, I mean, this is the late 1800s. So would it be all of the paint? Would be lead paint? <laughs> if you're a lead paint expert, please let us know. Yeah. Because now I'm concerned. <laughs> Maybe that's why she was going crazy in the house is because of the lead paint. That is so... That is a great-ass theory, dude. Please, you guys, please let us know about the history of lead paint. Because that's a great theory. That would drive a girl insane. Yeah. Food for thought. I don't know how lead paint works either, how lead poisoning works, but... Yeah, but I imagine if you use 20,000 gallons, like, you're going to get a little... A little blah, blah. about the carpenters, too, or, like, the people working on it? Weird. That's a good idea. if you eat it. Oh, is that why, like, they said to stop putting it on toys and stuff? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I just thought about it for a second. Damn. I think it's only if you eat lead paint. What's that wood? The wood paneling? Isn't there... What's that, like, thing that you can't have in houses because it's, like, bad for you? Like, something blah 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 Asbestos. 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 Yeah. Cool. Thank you. I'm glad we reached this. Isn't that, like, a insulator, though? Yes. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my fault you're like in love with me or something. Anyway, <laughs> so. We've gone on so many things. Uh, on top of the billions and jillions of paint being used, there are 160 rooms total. This includes 13 bathrooms, two ballrooms. Okay, in regards to the 13 bathrooms, one website that I used said that it had 40 bathrooms. And then the Winchester House website, which I'm going to trust more, said that there were 13. So, but... I believe the Winchester website. Yeah. So, it had 13 bathrooms, two ballrooms, one of which is unfinished, 47 fireplaces, and over 10,000 panes of glass. There are 17 chimneys with evidence of others, two basement levels, six kitchens, and three elevators. And at one point in time, the property was 162 acres, but has since been reduced to four acres, which is just enough to hold the house itself, because it's now just open for tours. So, beautiful. That's so many rooms. That's so many rooms. That's insane. How do you keep track? (laughs) How do you keep track? Dude, she probably didn't even use any of them, Mm. you know? What if she used every single one of them? (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I'm going to use a different bathroom today. That was, oh my God, when we were staying for Nick's birthday at the little cabin, Mm -hmm. they had four bathrooms, five? I don't remember. It was a lot of Yeah, but so many bathrooms. And Tori was like, I'm going to shit in each bathroom. (laughs) And she did. She said, my favorite, I think, is Nick's. (laughs) It was a nice bathroom. Yeah, it was pretty good. All of them were really nice. Yeah, they were really pretty. But your jet tub came out. Sad. Yeah. I turned on, here was, they gave us the fancy bathroom. It had a jet tub. Yeah, it was your birthday. Isn't you guys it, were a couple. It was your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. So I go to turn on the water. The water comes out brown. That's so disgusting. I said, am I going to take a brown bath right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> do you, Ew. Do you think you could have just like run it more? I ran it for a while. Oh, and it was still brown? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not getting in there. I'm not doing that to myself. Yeah, that's like a lake. You'd be bathing in a lake. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Ain't it? Especially, like, having a vagina. So, like, at least with a penis, like, the hole is kind of small, you know? So, like, not a lot of things could get in there. But every time I step foot in a dirty lake, I'm just like, I'm so scared because it's all just exposed. Going up my coochie. Yeah. Like, 
I am. There's so many. I got like a yeast infection working and in water world because I was standing in the water. And after that, I said, I don't know what's getting up here. All yeah. of these things in lake water in the dirty. Yeah. Anyways. But said, I got a yeast infection. There I said <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, what? I did not. Like the cooches are so absorbent. At least you have a layer of protection. Okay. You should invent uh, something that seals the cooch. Cooch Sealer 3000. Just just the name. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. We need to work on that. Maybe like plastic, but a flexible plastic. Have yeah. considered a binder clip. A binder clip? Nika said close your labias with a binder clip. Okay, no, but like I really think that's onto something. <laughs> but the most... We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Because a binder clip would work if it didn't have so much force, you know? Like, if it was just a little gentler. Yeah. So, like, a flexible... Maybe we can put, like, rubber on the outside of it so it's, like, softer. <laughs> Perfect, you know? yeah. We could do, like, removable staples, if you will. Oh, my God. Um, it's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. So the property <laughs> has been reduced to four acres. Uh, some other notes on the house. It is gold and silver chandeliers throughout hand-inlaid parquet floors, parquet, parquet, I don't know, and trim, and a vast array of colors and materials are used throughout. She also had stained glass windows designed specifically for her, including spiderweb windows, which were never installed, but instead kept in the $27,000 storage room. Insane. Yeah, which is called such because the item kept in the room were valued at $27,000 in that time. So that's equivalent to three hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars in twenty twenty, but that's without the items being revalued and appraised. So so damn yeah, that shit would be expensive like, <laughs> now. The million dollar storage yeah, room, yeah, literally. And the fact she just had like handmade windows just stored because she was like, ah, no room. No room. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Oh well, yeah, one day. Yeah. One day we'll build a room for them. Making literally twenty-eight thousand dollars a day, like crazy. Insane. So, in regards to the staircases and the different um, stair heights, she had arthritis. So, the special stairways were installed and replaced her steeper staircases that she initially had so that she could walk around without being completely debilitated by her arthritis. Mm -hmm. So, like, in some parts, they're super steep and haven't been repaired because she didn't use that staircase as much. And, like, some were unfinished because she, like, passed away before it was completed. And then some of them are really small. So that's kind of cute. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, that's a good idea too for people who have arthritis. Why not make all staircases like that instead of so steep? But well, she made them steep because she was out running the demons. And aren't we all, aren't we all trying? <laughs> only it were that easy. Doing our best. <laughs> um, throughout, though the house had 13 bathrooms, uh, it only had one working toilet, and the rest were used as decoys to confuse the spirits. Then <laughs> <laughs> like you're shitting in the wrong toilet, Jim. <laughs> Walks in like, damn it! <laughs> I was looking for Sarah! What did they know? Like, come on. Um, and she also slept in a different room each night, also to See. throw off the spirits. Yeah. So they were also, all just bedrooms. Probably for fun, right? Like, yeah, know. why not? Yeah. She probably has, like, this one's my favorite bed. This one has my favorite... View. View. This yeah. one has my favorite color. This one... I don't think it can be <laughs> yeah. a favorite, you know? It can be. And she's got, f- like, 40 of them. So yeah. go off, girl. Do whatever. Um, And when Sarah died, 
All of her possessions, save for the house, were given to her niece, who collected what she wanted and then sold the rest at auction. Apparently, it took six trucks working eight hours a day, six, six weeks to remove all of the furniture in the house. Insane. Six weeks, six trucks working eight hours a day. It should have been six hours a day. Six, six, six. Yeah, so a fuck ton of work. Um, Sarah made no mention of the mansion in her will, which also kind of shows that she really was just like building it, maybe to keep away the spirits under some like false belief, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe true belief. I don't know. I wasn't Sarah, but it would if she made no mention of it, but knew how incredibly unique and valuable it was. Yeah. It just seems like she maybe didn't care about it, you know? Yeah. Anyways, so it was appraised. And deemed worthy due to the earthquake, uh, sorry, deemed worthless due to the earthquake damage, mm-hmm. the unfinished design, and the absurdity of the architect- architecture. It was sold at auction for over 135000 to a local investor, who then leased it to John and Mam- Mamie Brown, who purchased it later, mm. like 10 years later. So they leased it for 10 okay. years and then they purchased it. They said, this is nice. Yeah, we like it. We like yeah. it. Yeah, this you know, case is a weird. Decade. Yeah. We're into it. It's home. It's home. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no ghosts because they keep getting confused by all of the bathrooms. Yeah, they're just so yeah. confused in this maze of a house. We only yeah. use four rooms. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the rest of them are for the ghosts. It'd be such a flex to have, like, a weird-ass house like that. Yeah. Like, imagine having guests over. Literally. That's... Hide and seek would be so fun. A murder mystery party. I'm there for it. Can we please yes. throw a murder mystery party at the Winchester house? Instead of a wedding, do you think? Do you think we could yeah. both save up for, like, a big wedding, but then instead be like, ha, I'm just kidding, elopement, we're going to have a murder mystery party. Ah. <laughs> Everyone hop in. So they um, they purchased the house, released it in 1923, because that is the year that she died, Sarah Rip. Winchester. Rip Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. So as soon as they began leasing it, John and Mamie Brown... They opened the house to the public on June 30th, 1923, and uh, Mamie served as the first guide. So she was a tour guide. They immediately sure said- Her name's not Mame. Mame? Is that- Mame? Do you think? Isn't there a musical M- called Mame? Because it's M-A-M-E-E. I, I don't know. I truly don't know. Like, do you think it's Mame? I think we'll it's say Mame. Mame. I believe you. So Mame. Just hearing um, it, I think it's Mame. Because I'm just- I'm just so confused. I've never seen anyone named that. Like, what? Well, Mame is kind of pretty. Mame? I think of, like, Mame. Like, like maiming someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Katie just made a stabbing gesture towards me. <laughs> <laughs> like, stab. Like, Mame. <laughs> Maming someone. Yeah. It is sort of pretty. I, I really love names like Maud or Maeve or... I do like the name Maeve. Maeve is, yeah. Maeve, maybe, in Arrested Development. Did you ever watch that? It's okay. We all, we all can't be on the train. (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) Maeve, Maeve was the first tour guide in the Winchester house. And the house is still open to this day and owned by a company that represents the Browns' descendants. So it still stayed in the family. It retains unique touches left by Sarah Winchester, many of which reflect her belief of malevolent spirits that haunted her. I'm going to rephrase that. 
The home retains unique touches left by Sarah Winchester, many of which reflect her belief uh, in malevolent spirits haunting her, such as the number 13 and spiderweb motifs, which are, uh, which can be seen throughout the house. Yeah, the 13 bathrooms, the spiderweb windows. Yeah. I wonder what other spiderweb-themed things there are throughout the house. I heard that, so she had a lot of, like, stained glass and, like, decorations made for her. And you know those, um, little things that you can hold to the light and have rainbows projected through them? It's just, like, a piece of glass. Yeah, prisms. Yeah, so she had someone create a prism based on her favorite spiderweb design. Like, she had a favorite type of web. Yeah, but then she kept it in a room that the window was overlooking another room, so there was no sunlight in it. So its effects were never seen. That's so so weird. Right? (laughs) You had (laughs) that thing made specifically for you. And then didn't use it. Yeah. I guess when you're rich. You're just like, ooh, look at this pretty glass thing that could be used if I wanted it to, but I don't want it to be because I'm rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spits on everything. And I have arthritis, so I'm getting all of the staircases redone, but in a very weird way. <laughs> yeah. Still weird. Thank you. Oh. So now we've got the paranormal shit. Ah! Since its opening, both visitors and employees have claimed to have paranormal encounters. So that's starting in 1923. So a number of employees and a few visitors have claimed to have encountered... <laughs> A number of employees and a few visitors have claimed to have encountered Clyde, a mustached man who is sometimes seen pushing a wheelbarrow in the basement or trying to repair the fireplace in the ballroom. Guests have even reported to management that they really liked the actor who was repairing the ballroom fireplace in the white overalls and Victorian boater hat, to which the management has said, huh, we didn't hire an actor. (laughs) <laughs> That's so cute, though. He's just trying to do his job. Yeah. Just being a gentle little ghosty. It also shows how long the house was under construction. Like, yeah. if a ghost's place is working on this house Literally. permanently. I'm looking at this picture. Yeah, so I have a picture of Clyde. So he's... We should post this. This guy. Oh, we should. Yeah. That'd be a great hint. Like, no one would have any idea what it was. That'd yeah. be a great hint. Hint of the week is this. Yeah. If you guessed it from Clyde... Your G. Um, so yeah, so that's Clyde in the white overalls. Uh, Clyde... He looks sweet. He has a nice mustache. Yeah, and he's got a cute little smile. Yeah. They all look kind of like cute. You know what? Clyde can stay. And he hasn't done anything malevolent, no. I suppose. Mean? What's malevolent? Malevolent, malevolent is yeah. like with wanting to harm, right? Mm-hmm. Evil. Hey, did you see the movie? We, you wa- we watched Malignant together, didn't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I fell asleep through it, so I've tried watching it again another like five times, and I finally finished it the other day. And, and what did you think? It is so funny. It's I... such a great movie. I don't remember it. I know it's hard to. Did it's we... hard to. We watched it's it on four twenty, right? I don't remember. All I remember is there was a group of us, and I fell asleep immediately. Yeah. I was knocked out. I remember all of us zoning in and out of the movie, like, not really paying attention, but not not paying attention. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, we were like, that was awful. Even though we didn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) But then someone rewatched it and was like, actually, guys, it's really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, watch Malignant. It's funny. (laughs) This is an ad for Malignant. Please support our podcast. So Clyde is the most seen spirit at Winchester. And uh, he's nice. Great guy. So, there have also been reports of skirts and shirts being tugged during the tour, 
And there were, was a paranormal report from a longtime maintenance worker, Denny, who said one morning after entering the water tower, he heard the patter of footsteps above him. That's so cute. Isn't <laughs> the I heard patter. the patter of footsteps. I just, anytime I imagine like a man telling a ghost story, I know he's going to do it in like such a cute little old man way. Yeah, like, like, patter. I heard a, a patter of footsteps. I, I went into the water tower because I was looking to fix that old uh, radiator. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <Literally. laughs> so he heard the patter of footsteps above him. He ascended to let the trespasser know that the structure was off limits, but the footsteps always seemed one step ahead of him, one floor above. He ended his search on the roof with no one in sight. So. What if he just had bad hearing and he was just walking and he thought that he was hearing it above him? And he was like, oh, god damn it. Yeah, it was just echoing. I just can't catch up. He got to the roof and he was like, well, god damn. <laughs> Where are the footsteps go? coming from? Still hearing them like, oh my god. <laughs> Where are you walking? It's God. It's literally God. <laughs> oh, you said, I just heard the damnedest thing. Mame. Mame. <laughs> Mamie. I guess, like, Mamie's not a name, so it has to be. Anyways. So, uh, apparently, another little ghost story, Houdini. Houdani. <laughs> I'm just going to say a bunch of different names right now. Houdani. Just, like, really freestyling. So, apparently, Houdini came to the house in 1924 during his nationwide tour to debunk spiritualism, which I'm like, he did that? Why? He was, like, very actively against spiritualists because he believed that they were all just magicians. They were all playing magic tricks. Oh. Basically. He was like, this isn't real, and I can show you how it's not real. There's, like, this, um... I forget what... I, it was some podcast. As I said, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts to keep my thoughts away. But there was something talking about how, like, when being a magician was just starting, there was also, like, a lot of, like, Christianity and, like, things about witchcraft and stuff. Mm. So, like, it was very important that instead of just, like, a thing appearing, there was, like, a hand that moved before it appeared, showing that, like, it could have been a sleight of hand. Like, the hand is important because otherwise people would be like, oh, my God, witchcraft, oh, like, yeah. how did this happen? Had to make it still believable that it could be fake. Yes. Yeah. Even, yeah. Anyways. So that would be interesting that he was trying to debunk spiritualism because that's sort of like those ideas align. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, everything is fake because I know how to do it. And still some bitch punched him? Like, girl, he told you everything that he was doing is fake and you're going to go after, up to him after the show and punch him and kill him? Yeah. No! No! Crazy, right? That's so crazy. That's yeah. so... We should do a Houdini uh, episode. We should. I don't know that much about Houdini. But I things... stayed in Appleton, Wisconsin, which is where I think Houdini was born. Oh my god. I was there for a week for that traumatic experience. Yes. <laughs> the famous Wisconsin trip of 2019? 2020? Maybe. It was a horrible experience. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Appleton's a great place, it is what was I'm hearing. Not. <laughs> Elio was with you in the hotel room. You were like clutching him. <laughs> he wasn't even with me. I was alone. Remember? He stayed oh, here with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. It was horrible. Yeah, that's, yeah. And then I had to go back up again, and I literally made Nico come with me. That's, that's what it was. Nico went with you. Nico went with me the second time. I said, I can't go alone. Uh, I cannot. Yeah. That's that, on love. That's on love. That's on a terrible job. <laughs> that's on getting that's on paid getting to do art that because sucks. Because you have to. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, other experts who have visited the Winchester house include Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventures, um, psychic Sarah 
Borum? Have you Sarah Born? Have you heard of her? Mm. You should Google her sometime. I don't know why there. Um, and then famous medium James Van Prague, who apparently channeled Sarah at a seance dinner, uh-huh. and he claimed that Sarah was happy. The guest. Uh, mm. He claimed that Sarah was happy the house had so many visitors. Aww. Yeah. She's just happy the rooms are finally getting used. Finally. She said, I don't know why I She's built all this. This is all I wanted. Yeah. That's kind of cute. Yeah. So far, the ghosties be hitting here. Yeah, I and it does make me wonder again if, like, there was any need to continuously build if all of these ghosts seem to be associated with more the construction that was done Yeah. versus, like, the gun company. Yeah, exactly. What I mean, yeah. and maybe it was more Sarah's own personal demons that were manifested when she was alive. Yeah. And all of the real ghosts are actually just, the, you know, happy little. Yeah, <laughs> the construct Clyde. Yeah, a little boy. Yeah, it's yeah. That's her guilt of owning half of a gun factory gives me like modern feminist anti-gun yeah person you mm-hmm. know like i just i'm really gonna romanticize sarah for that <laughs> her secondhand guilt so some other haunted encounters here's the other site resource thing patch.com mm. lol so some other haunted encounters according to patch um prior to the house opening for tours so in the time between like sarah's death and june tw- 1923 a worker was working on the ladder on the exterior of the house and felt a tap on his shoulder, but no one was there. Then he felt a hand pressing against his back, and he said that he got out of there very quickly after that. What if like, it was just making sure that he was safe on the ladder? What if it, like, tapped him to be like, hey, be careful, and then he yeah. still wasn't being careful, so they put his hand on his back to support him? That would make sense if it was all other workers, all yeah. of the other ghost workers. Just helping out a fellow worker. But then as a human, he was like, I just, mm, no, I fucking it. hate this. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, I understand that as well. But I'm just saying maybe it was a nice gesture. Yeah. Because it didn't, like, put him in danger. No. It was just, like. It was being a supportive little hand. A hand on his back. Like, not even, like, because it could have tugged at him, mm-hmm. you know, if it was trying to. Hurt him. Yeah. But it wasn't. Hmm. And, okay, this is, this is a second little ghost encounter. Ready? Mm-hmm. So, apparently. In the 1906 earthquake that destroyed San Francisco, uh, it caused a lot of damage to the Winchester home, and Sarah was trapped in a room until her workers were able to set her free. Traumatic. Traumatic. And then she was so shaken by the experience that she had the room sealed soon after, and it was not opened until 100 years later when it was added to the tour. So this room literally just stayed sealed for 100 years until... That's insane. Yeah, 2006. Wild crazy so after it was opened during a tour the guide heard a loud sigh outside of the room because they were inside the room like talking about it right and so they went outside to bring in the straggler she didn't see any tourists but did see a small ghostly form gliding around the corner and heard another sigh Aw, she's she like, was... girl, why are you in this room? Get out. <laughs> Sarah's like, please. She's like, I boarded up this room because it was traumatic for me, and now you're exploiting my traumas and the house that I built for you. Uh... Get out of my room, please. <laughs> it's just funny that it's too big a size. Like, <sighs> <sighs> kidding. <laughs> Fuck. Literally uh... walking away. Imagine she was just, like, chilling with them on the tour. Like, oh, my God, what are they saying? Like, I'm yeah. so... I wonder if she takes a tour often. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I bet she does. Just, like, bored. Just and, proud like, of it. Yeah. 
And then she said, oh, fucking this room, bitches, <sighs> bitches. So uh, another interesting thing in the final little ghosty part of this is that many oddities also show up in photos and videos. The Winchester Mysteries House own public relations coordinator reports that he took several photos of the mansion in 2015. But when he downloaded the photos, he deleted... Uh, oh my goodness, why am I really just struggling over this? When he downloaded the photos, he deleted what he didn't need, but one caught his eye. In one of the windows of the house, Tim O'Day spotted something. Was it a shadow, a reflection of a cloud, or something else? Visitors to the Winchester house also report taking photos with strange shapes in the window and, like, other ghostly figures throughout. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. when they can get, like, captured on camera. Physical evidence. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Those are sexy. I'm like, is that a smudge? Is it a ghost? Who I don't knows? care. <laughs> it's a yeah. ghost. Who knows? In my eyes, it'll always be a ghost. Yes. Yeah. It's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. That was a good That's story. the Winchester Mystery House. Good job. Good thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. There's a hair on your computer that That's I've been, like, looking. Nico. <laughs> Ugh. This disgusting. Well, that's on our um, to-go list someday. Sorry, Elia was doing the bong, 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 bong thing. I, mm, you're making a little thing for him, right? Yeah. Yes. He'll that's perfect. It. Anyway, that was a beautiful story. That was very good. Very well done. Thank you. It was mostly... I With ghost stories, I always struggle because I want them to be realistic or like mm-hmm. historical, which is like... I love taking ghost tours because even if ghosts aren't real, right? It's like still even like a yeah, it's, yeah, you're learning the stories about people. Architecture and all of that, you know. I feel like yeah. those are very pivotal to ghost stories. Yeah, and we're gonna go. Yeah, we someday. are. Fuck yeah, I'm down for that. Bucket list, life bucket list, life bucket list, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It'd be very fun. I want to get slightly supported <laughs> on my back as well. Yes, yeah. You're like standing up for too long and you just feel like a hand on your back. Mm. I love that. Someone starts massaging Sorry. your shoulders. You're like, oh my gosh, no one's here. Like, oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, baby. I would love to. Mm. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about your ghost stories. Yeah, Truthfully, it's going to join onto the rotation to hear about the ghost stories from. Oh, I got to figure out which manor it is. Oh, a manor? Yeah, it was big. Go, uh, ghost Adventures has been there. I love that. Yeah. I love ghost adventures. So many ghosty things happened. It was crazy. Okay, I'm very excited. I'm, excited to talk I'm so about excited. It. Um, uh, three sentence summary. Three sentence summary. Sarah Winchester was a part of a gun empire, period. She was terrified of her legacy, so she ran away and built a large home, period. The stairs were uneven, and she got arthritis, so she built small stairs, comma. And other things, period. It's not my fault you're like in love with me or something. That was That's all you need that to was know about the stairs. Excellent three I think sentence. The stairs summary. are important. The stairs are important, yeah. And the middle sentence was kind of like poetic. I could see that being the plot of like not a, a YA novel, but like a new adult novel. You mm-hmm. know, the ones for people in their twenties, like she was tired of her family's legacy, so she ran. She, so she fled. fled. To, yes, to California. She fled west. Yeah, it was. That was an excellent three sentence summary, Thank sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and now, girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight. I'm feeling like a girl boss. <laughs> that could be a song. <laughs> I'm feeling like, like a, a girl, girl boss. boss. <laughs> uh, what are you feeling? 
You didn't even explain. I, people know why I'm feeling like a girl boss. I just finished my second week of work and got paid for it. You did. I got that money. What was the first thing you bought with it? Or have you treated rent. yourself yet, though? Um. Yes, I bought a deck of Pokemon cards. Good. Good. Yep. That's the fun part. I love that. Yeah. Oh. Me and Nico played yesterday, and I beat him. Yeah. Mercilessly. You play it? Like, do you have the, do you have, like, a... Like, the card game. Do you, do you, you know how to play it? Yeah. I have six decks now. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, me and That's Nico a flex. Play. I normally win. <laughs> He's not. But <laughs> when he wins, he really rubs it in. As he should. That's his right. <laughs> he makes me feel very sad. When I win, I'm like, good job, babe. When he wins, he's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, calm down. That's calm so down. funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not like a sore loser in games because I'm the youngest sibling. So like I lost a lot. But when mm-hmm. I win, I flaunt that shit. I'm like, it's That's a rare funny. occasion. Like I'm going to flaunt this shit. I'm just not competitive in that sense. I'm just like, well, it's a yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby's very competitive and a very sore loser. So if I play against Gabby, I... Mm, I live in that shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah bitch. Eat that up. Yeah. yeah. Usually we both lose though. What are you feeling? Girl boss gate, keep gaslight. Um, girl keep. I am both a girl boss and gatekeeping myself from thoughts. Or are the thoughts gatekeeping you from, from yourself? Wow. Yeah. Por que no los dos? <laughs> That was so deep. I'm like sobbing right now. Thanks. I'm seriously, Thanks, my yeah. tears are flowing. Well, anyway, you know where to find us. We're on social media at Killer Kush Podcast on Instagram, Killer Kush Pod on Twitter, and on Facebook, Killer Kush Podcast. You can also click the links in Linktree in the bio of whatever you're streaming on. And you can go to Patreon or you can submit some sounds or you can submit some stories. There's a lot of options, a lot of things for you to check out. Uh, You can also go and check out our merch. Please check out our merch. We've got some really cool posters and stickers and mugs. I got a TV shirt or a TV TV shirt. shirt. (laughs) I got the skeleton shirt and it is so cute. Really? Uh Uh-huh. It's adorable. I might indulge in that. Oh, yeah. I'll show it to you after this. No, I'm very excited. Is it like the poster? That, that? It's, it's different. I'm so excited. So you could be excited too. Yeah. If you just purchase some of our merch. So check it out. We love you yeah, guys. we love you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. It's not my fault you're like in love with me or something.